Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy, the place where you can prepare for your IELTS exam and everything's in the one place so you don't have to go looking around and finding the best websites because this one is the place where you can find everything and you know it's really good quality because I produced it. Today we're looking at Johnson's Dictionary again. Yesterday we had to choose three statements that were true, but today we're doing a gap fill. So there are only three gaps today. It's going to be quite a short one because it's Saturday and you're all probably watching the football. So um, I'm looking at actually four gaps and the gaps could come from anywhere in the text. So let's have a look first of all at the gaps. It says in 1764, Dr. Johnson accepted the contract to produce a dictionary. Having rented a garret, he took on a number of something who stood at a long central desk. So remember that there are items in the gap fill which can help you quickly find the location in the text. So here it says 1764, so you'd quickly go to the text and find that date. Also, there may be some key words, like he, it says, having rented a garret. Well, you might not know what a garret is. You don't need to know, but you could use that word to find the location in the text. Then it says he took on. Well, took on, you might know as a phrasal verb, means to employ. If you don't, it doesn't matter. It says he took on a number of something who stood at a long central desk. So you know that the who tells you that it's a person. And also, of course, if you know took on means employ, so you know that he employed somebody who who stood at a long central desk. So when you go to the text, it says um, James Boswell, his biographer, described the garret where Johnson worked as fitted up like a counting house with a long desk running down the middle, at which the copying clerks would work standing up. Now, the only people in that sentence is James Boswell, his biographer, Johnson, of course, who wrote the dictionary. But we were looking for who he employed and who stood at a long central desk. So because it says a long central desk running down the middle, at which... The copying clerks would work standing up. We know that the answer is the copying clerks. The difficulty there, I think, is the linking word at which, because my students put as the answer um, a long desk, I think, or something strange. Um, But because it says at which, it means, you know, that the place where they stood. Um, So the answer is copying clerks. You can also, they would accept just clerks, but you have to make sure that your answer is plural. Next question. Johnson did not have a something available to him, but eventually produced definitions of in excess of 40,000 words written down in 80 large notebooks. On publication, the dictionary was immediately hailed in many European countries as a landmark. So Johnson did not have a something available to him. 
So we're looking for something he did not have. Um, but we're using those numbers, 40,000 words and 80 notebooks to find the location in the text. So when you find those numbers, it says the work was immense, filling about 80 large notebooks and without a library to hand. Johnson wrote the definitions of over 40,000 words and then it goes blah, blah, blah. But the main thing here is that in the 80 large notebooks, he was without a library to hand. Now, don't worry, that's an expression, a library to hand, meaning a library close or near to him. Um, but the answer is library, that's it. So you don't need to write to hand, obviously, and you're only allowed um, two words anyway. So the answer is he did not have a library available to him. The next sentence says, according to his biographer, James Boswell, Johnson's principal achievement was to bring something to the English language. Now, this is quite tricky because James Boswell does appear a few times in the text. So locating the answer is not easy. But remember what I always say about chronology. Um, according to his biographer, Johnson's principal achievement was, so you can imagine this coming at the end somewhere, more like in the conclusion part. And if you go towards the end, it says, it is the cornerstone of standard English, an achievement which, in James Boswell's words, conferred stability on the language of his country. So the answer there is stability. He brought stability to the English language. Stability is one of those irregular words that they like to test you from time to time. Um, so if you think of the adjective, it's stable. Noun is stability and it follows the same pattern as able and ability. So they are testing your knowledge of those patterns. And I do have a whole worksheet about those word um formations that come up a lot, those irregular word formations that come up a lot in IELTS. It's on my website. Let me know if you can't find it. Last statement is, as a reward for his hard work, he was granted a something by the king. So we need to know what the king gave him, basically. So that takes us to the text really quickly. We find King George III in capital letters. So that's easy to find. So don't worry about the vocabulary. You don't need to know that. It says the dictionary, together with his other writing, made Johnson famous and so well esteemed that his friends were able to prevail upon King George III to offer him a pension. So the answer is pension. So don't worry about words like well esteemed, able to prevail. Um, you don't need them. You go straight to King George III. That's the king. And you quickly find what did the king give him. This is an example of where they turn something um, passive to active, just to give you a little bit more of a challenge. So it says he was granted a pension by the king meaning he was given a pension by the king. But in the text, it says King George offered him a pension. So it's active. This is another um, strategy that they use in IELTS to make it just a little bit 
more difficult for you so that you don't get all the answers right. You don't want to get all of them right now, do you? (laughs) Okay, that's all for today. So tomorrow we've got a longer one based on true, false, not given on the same text. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having a nice weekend. Bye for now.